Seven, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, studio. And now, another really exciting episode of the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. All I wanted was a pie, and then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it is it deep? Is it deep? <laughs> Boy, he's not all that shy is right. <laughs> Blimey, Governor, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Excellent. Bienvenue au podcast The Shy Life. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm all right? Yeah. Good to, good to be back. Um, now, what's this episode going to be about? Well, we're returning to one of our mysteries. Um, this one involving Bettina and, well, August, I suppose. Um, so it's an art... An art mystery. Yeah, and it also involves Bettina's ex-husband, Max Dupre. Uh, Bettina has dragged me into a rather murky world of crime. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that might be over-egging it slightly, but, uh, well, have a listen to this podcast and see what you think on that theme music. Darling, it's a shy high podcast. (laughs) You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, Paul. Um, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. Hello, Captain. How are you? You quite like a big fan, don't you, Paul? Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. I think he has. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to Yeti Uncle John's ankles as well. But has the Shy Life Podcast slowed down? I don't think so. It's all green. It's yum, 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 yum. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Paul, I'm, I'm surprised you're telling the listeners about this. You could be implicating yourself. I, I, well, if anyone is going to get into trouble, it's Bettina. It's her fault. But you could have talked her out of it. I, could I? Could I really? Bettina? Talk Bettina out of anything? She's so headstrong. I guess so, Paul. It is rather a shocking um, story you have to tell the listeners. It is a bit. Um, where should I begin? Well, uh... Uh, 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 listeners, as you know, uh, August was asked, he was commissioned to paint 175 portraits of Bettina. That, that's, that's right, Cromarty. Yes, he was. And he did it. And Bettina contacted me and she admitted that she thought that, um, that she'd discovered that her ex-husband, Max Dupre, um, had been the one to do the commissioning. Yes, that's right, Paul. Yes. 
and Max had been trying to contact her. He had, but like back in 2020, I think it was, during the pandemic, he, he we, we thought at the time perhaps he'd heard about Damis's um, uh, vanishing, or August's vanishing, um, or the fact that, uh, uh, you know, uh, Bettina was being seen around town with long-lost cousin Algernon. I mean, they hadn't been married for years. No, they hadn't. But anyway, um, all this has happened. All these paintings have been painted. And uh, Max still has not actually properly got in contact with Bettina. Now, uh, he's even spoken to the press about uh, the portraits in each of his galleries, because he runs art galleries. There's going to be a painting of Bettina in each of his 175 galleries all over the world. Because, and he's, as I say, he said this to the press, that Bettina was his muse, uh, the influence um, to him when he first started. Um, I mean, Max is more of a collector, isn't he? Yes, Paul, more of a collector and, and a gallery owner than an artistic person himself. Yeah, I mean, very well off, of course. Yes, I mean, uh, some of the money that... Uh, Bettina has today. Well, what's left of it, and the house that she lives in that came along in the divorce, I believe. Yes, although I think Bettina came from quite a wealthy family herself. Well, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, um, the weird thing is, somewhere along the way, I mean, I did encourage her to do so, but she did tell August when she found out that Max had commissioned all these paintings, she told August that, yeah, what she knew because she thought that that might change his mind. But he was very cool with it, very calm with it. He was sort of, well, this was years ago you were married to him, and now you're married to me, and it's just business. Which, uh, I mean, well, you know, as, as we know, um, August can fly off the handle, but, uh, um, but not on this occasion. No, not on this occasion. So that's where things could have ended, really, but uh, Bettina's... Obviously, kind of a little bit befuddled by August's calm reaction and also befuddled by Max's um, commissioning uh, of August. Like he's trying to make a point or trying to cause trouble or, or something. And yet Bettina won't go and speak to Max. No. No. Um, we'll come to that. But what about Cuthbert and August? How are things with them? Well, um... I spoke to Cuthbert the other day, um, and, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, he seems okay. So, Cuthbert, how are things with you in August? Well, there has been no more arguments since he returned from his trip to space. I'm glad to hear it. Has he approached you at all? No, Paul, but then that is not necessarily a bad thing. No, I didn't think he would. Well, perhaps this business, you know, uh, the, 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 the plan that I told you about, where we sort of, we, we got him off-world for a little bit. Maybe he's just forgotten about the whole feud. I mean, it was ridiculous in the first place. Uh, I can't help but think that I made matters worse by standing my ground, but I didn't feel like I deserved to take all the blame. No, no, it's not your fault. I mean, and it's also not your fault that Robot Big Fatty sort of sided with you and then stirred things up even more. Have you heard anything from Robot Big Fatty? I expect he is busy with his acting career. I have not heard from Robot Big Fatty in some weeks now, Paul. No. Well, he's probably busy making his movie at the moment, so... 
all we can do is hope that uh, August is too busy doing his things and we won't be fat he's too busy doing his things and the whole feud is forgotten and you can just go back to being lovey you. I'm not sure if I would exactly describe myself as lovely, Paul. No, no, you are lovely, but you are. But, um, yeah, I, I really don't think... I mean, this whole business, Robot Big Fatty wanted you to meet some of his friends. You're not going to do that, are you? I don't think so, Paul. I think I would be too nervous. I always feel self-conscious around other robots. No, I'm glad. I think, they, I think they'd be a bad influence. Um, you know, I know robots together... Uh, and they're also very forthright robots, and I'm not saying you shouldn't be forthright, but it's not really in your personality setting, is it? No, Paul, not really. No. Well, let's just hope it all goes quiet. Yes, Paul, you are right, exclamation. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Cuthbert seems happy enough to let things be. Yes, well, as long as August sort of is distracted and, and Robot Big Fatty's doing his thing, hopefully hopefully it won't come up again. We've got enough things going on. The yoga vampires are still out there somewhere. Oh, yes, Paul, yes. And I meant to ask, um, uh, how are you sleeping at the moment? I see you're still wearing your uh, sleep device. Sorry, listeners, we've not mentioned that for a while. You may remember that uh, poor Comity was having bad dreams, which we think were connected to the yoga vampires. They were trying to sort of pick us off one by one, but, but the thing is, Cromarty is the only one they really knew well. Yes, yes. Well, uh, that device that uh, Mr. Trowbridge and and Eek made uh, has definitely helped. I, I'm always worried about dropping it, though, or, or damaging it. But it's more when you sleep than, you know, during the day. I think if they try and contact you during the day, you'd be more aware of it. It's when you sleep you're vulnerable, but uh, that device um, sort of keeps them out yes paul it's not ideal no um i wonder if there's some way of tracking how many attempts they've made because you know we might be able to monitor oh right they were trying to contact you every day for three weeks but as they weren't having any luck uh they, they stopped bothering and then we could sort of see oh, oh well actually they've, they've given up yes that would be good that would be good to actually be able to have some data and mention it to eek I think you should. Hello, guys. What's going on here? Oh, give you Uncle John. We were just talking. We were just talking about something that happened recently. Oh, what your uh, your little foray into crime? Give you Uncle John. Don't say it like that. It wasn't criminal. Well, Paul, you were somewhere you shouldn't have been. Yes, all right. I was somewhere I shouldn't have been. Have you told the listeners? What do they think? Oh, goodness sake! I think what we learnt justifies it. They're the enemy. Yes, you were in the enemy territory, even though you didn't know it. Yes. I I think what we did, whether unlawful or not, um, it's justified because of what we found out. Oh, uh, whatever you say, Paul. Uh, uh, I think, uh, you know, you've judged me harshly for far, for far less a crime. I don't understand why you're being like this. What we found out is absolutely shocking. No, no you are right, Paul. You are right, but uh, it's still a bit vague, isn't it? Okay, so what we found out was a little bit vague, but uh, Bettina's going to look into it. And, you know, anyway, the the listeners don't know what we're talking about. So uh, I suppose I ought to explain, listeners. So Bettina gave me a call just the other day 
she wanted my help again. Dear, oh dear, he can't resist her. You know, if Bettina asked you to jump off a cliff, would you do it, Paul? Oh, stop it, dear Uncle John, stop it. Oh dear, no, it's not quite like that, dear Uncle John. Anyway, have a listen to this. Darling, it's me, Bettina. How are you, Paul? Bettina, oh, I'm fine. How are you? How's August? Oh, he's, uh, you know, full of himself. Ever since he came back from outer space, he's had more work pouring in than he can cope with. Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? I think it is. It's kept his mind off Cuthbert anyway, that stupid feud. Yes, yes, and, and I was talking to Cuthbert and uh, um, he's not heard from Robot Big Fatty, so hopefully there won't be any more of this for, well, ever. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about that, but, uh, um, darling, I need... I need you to do something for me. I need you to meet up with me this afternoon. Are you free? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm free. Um, where do you want to meet? I'll text you the address. Um, you know, I, it, it's, you know, I, I just need you to, uh, to, to do something, you know. Come with me, visit somewhere. That's all very vague, Bettina. I know, darling, I'll explain when we meet. All right, I'll be there. Just text me the details. I'll see you at about three. Yeah, three, three will be fine. I'll see you later then. Okay, darling. Oh, thank you for this. Thank you. Uh, and so, uh, uh, did you go and meet her? I did. I did go and meet her. Yes, you know I did. Oh, yes, yes, Uncle John. Uh, of course he met her. But I think, um, well, before we detail exactly... What happened? I think I'll share with you a certain part clip or, or quiz, yes? Oh, yes, I think that would be a great idea, Paul. Yes, so we'll, we'll do that. So, uh, yeah, have a listen to this. Meanwhile, further up the pathway. Come on, dog. Come on, little dog. Show us the way. You'll tell us almost where the wind gone to. Go on. Come on, Woody. We'll find them. We'll find out where they're gone. Oh. But it may already be too late. Struggle, children. Your fate is decided. <laughs> Your fate is decided.
should have realized. We should have realized. I can't. Oh, goodness, I'm so sorry. Oh. The gods. The gods, like, if you, if you knew that she was around, I mean, you, you, if it was her you were running away from her in the first place, you should have suspected she'd be following you. You should have told us sooner. Now look what's happened. Putting curses on Crispin and, and God knows where the children are. God knows what she's done to them. Oh, God. We just, we just, we hoped, we just hoped you'd be the end of it all. Oh, man, stupid. That's stupid. You say that again, girls. Oh, I'll tell you. If anything's happened to those kids, it's anything to do with your stepmother or whatever she is. I don't think I'm ever going to forgive you again. I don't think I could ever... Oh, God. Just hope it isn't case. isn't happening. Oh, God. Oh, God. This whole thing that's happened. Me making a pass with girls. What to do with the witch's curse? The thing I don't understand is that how long does this curse last? I don't feel I've changed at all. I still feel the curse is still there. Jay? Nearby, oh dear, I swear something awful happened to them. You just saw them, you saw that lady speaking to them. She took them off. We saw it, we saw it all happen. Oh dear, come on, Woody, come on. little children you'll either suffocate or drown soon enough it'll all be over Scared. Do not fret. <laughs> I am an acquaintance of one of your actors, <laughs> Hampton, or should I say Peppard. You will not understand this, I do not expect you to. It is merely something from the past. He will be coming here soon. 
you did very well bringing that message. Hmm. Soon he will come. He will pay. I don't understand. I don't understand what did Hampton do. What did he do to you? What did he do? He destroyed my life. Hampton. He killed my father. And for that I shall never forgive him. anymore what happened what happened yes Paul when you met Bettina where did you go well it was a, a, a big office block in London um, I didn't think anything of it until I realized that we were well we weren't going in the front entrance for want of a better phrase oh yes Uncle John I'm not even commenting yes so um, I didn't think twice about it until um, uh, yeah. Until you realise you were going in the back entrance. Get Uncle John. Stop. Just stop it. Come on. Let's listen. Uh, Bettina, why are we going up the back stairs here? What is this place? Oh, darling. I suppose I want to tell you, but uh, I was kind of hoping that... Uh, you know, all I want you to do is to keep a watch out for me. A watch out? Yes, darling. Um, I, I just need to, uh, I just need to do a spot of break and entry. A spot of what? A break and entry, darling. Bettina, uh, uh, are you getting me involved in something illegal? Oh, darling, please don't be so moralistic. Where, where, what is this place? Darling, it's the offices of Max Dupre, if you really want to know. Max, we're in Max Dupre's offices. But all of them belong to him. Yes, darling, yes. And I know for a fact that he and most of his staff are um, they're out today because there's a big fashion show going on. It's the opening of one of his big galleries. There's art and there's fashion and parties and drinking and, and basically almost nobody is going to be here in the building. Uh, and what do you intend to do? I intend to break into his office. And I want to have a little look. I, 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 I am determined to find out why he's commissioned all these portraits of me for a start. And, uh, well, anything else I can find. But he, he said why he commissioned those portraits. Because you are his, um, you know, his muse. Or you were his muse back in the, back in the day. I probably am still his muse. Once you meet me, you don't forget me easily. <laughs> well, that's true, Bettina. You haven't told August what, this is what you're planning? Well, of course not, darling. That's ridiculous. But I, I just wanted you to be a lookout. I won't ask you to do anything you shouldn't be. But I'm in the building. I'm in the offices of Max Dupre without being invited. You've already got me doing criminal activity. Oh, no, no, no. You're just coming with me. I'm just delivering a thank you letter, darling. A thank you letter? Yes, August's uh, written him a thank you letter. Um... And uh, I just told him I'd pop it in as I was passing, because I'm up in town today. That's why you told August? Yes, yes. Why is, um, why, why is August sending Max a thank you letter? It's, it's um, August who did the work for Max. 
yes, but it brought us a lot of money. And uh, I think he's just, you know, wanted to say thank you for the work, thank you for being interested, and I hope everything's fine and, uh, you know. Well, why don't you just send an email? August doesn't really do emails, and neither does Max, for that matter. I mean, I'm sure people in his business do emails, but... Uh... What, someone like Max Dupre? Doesn't do emails. Everybody does emails. Even my mum and dad do emails. Uh, yes, well, Max is very old-fashioned. How did he get so far in business, not embracing electronic technology? Oh, well, I mean, actually, it's just him. He, he has people who do that for him. But he is very old-fashioned in many ways. Uh, is he now? So... I was going to say, I mean, getting into his office, you might just find there's a laptop and, you know, you're not going to find anything. Ah, yes, but as I say, he doesn't use a computer, but there'll be lots of files, lots of files in his office. I can pretty much guarantee it. He keeps paper copies of everything. Paper copies of... of oh, for goodness sake. I won't be removing anything. I should, I should just take photos. Anything I see that's um, incriminating, I'll just use my phone. So we won't be stealing anything. Not, not physically, anyway. Oh, for goodness sake. Uh, okay, I'm here. Um, I'll be your lookout. Good. But, oh, I think this is the floor. Don't say anything. I, if we're caught, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll speak. All right, all right. I think it's just along here. I can't see anybody. No, I can see a cleaner or something, somebody, down the end of the corridor, but uh, it is very quiet. Ah, here's his office. Right. Um, you sit out here, but, uh, but warn me if there's anything going on. All right. All right. I'm just going in. Just going into his office. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, listeners, what am I, what am I being dragged into? Oh, damn my phone. Hello, Paul. It's me, Ick. How are you? Oh, uh, hi, Ick. It's, it's me, yes. Uh, it's not very easy to talk at the moment. Why, where are you? Um, I, I'm in London with Bettina. Are you on a shopping expedition? Uh, something like that. <laughs> um, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. How's August? Oh, suitably distracted. Uh, what you got up to, um, uh, seems to have done the job. You know that tour? Oh, good, I'm bad. I'm bad. How's up? Oh, busy. Yes, busy. Um, I barely see him these days. Um, we haven't spoken to him for a while. Well, I'm sure we will soon. Um, I'd better let you go if you're busy. Uh, if you would, thank you. Sorry. Sorry, so, sorry, Ig. Yes, okay. All right, I'll speak to you soon. All right, Ig. Bye, bye for now. Darling, darling. Well, Bettina, what? Is everything okay? Sorry, Ig called me. Oh, I heard voices and feared the worst. Oh, golly. Have you not seen anybody? No, no, I've not seen anybody. There's, there's a, as I say, there's that cleaner down there and a few people chatting, but nobody's come down this end. Oh, right. How are you doing in there? Oh, I, I've found plenty of files. I'm trying to work out which ones are interesting, if any of them are. I, I'll go back in. I won't be much longer. If you're sure. I'm sure, darling. I, I, I'm sure. Oh, good, good. OK. Oh, golly, listeners. I'm so nervous in this sort of situation. Oh, let me hit my phone again. Hello? Hello? Oh, pull, pull, pull the shinetti. Uh, hello, it's me, Martin. <laughs> well, what's going on? You, you, sound, you sound shook up. Oh, I, I'm a little bit shook up. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, just, uh, just out and about with Bettina. Oh right, okay. But what, what are you doing? Going to the theatre? Uh, no, 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 not the theatre. Business, business. I'm just accompanying her because August is so busy. Oh right, okay. <laughs> well, um, just want to see how you're doing. 
Oh, oh, uh, good, good, yes. I mean, if you wanted to meet up, maybe you come over for lunch on Sunday, you know, at the school. Taluna's going to do something nice. Oh, Martin, that would be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but should I give you a call once I get back from London? Um, yeah, yeah, that'd be fine. Uh, I better let you go then. Uh, thanks, Martin. Sorry about that. So, sorry, we're just a bit busy. That's all right. Speak to you soon. All right, OK, bye. Bye. Darling, what is going on out here? Bettina, nothing's going on out here. My phone keeps ringing. It was Martin this time. Last time it was Ick. Oh, darling. Keep hearing voices. Well, your voice. But uh, you've not seen anybody. I've not seen anyone. Are you ready to go yet? Give me five minutes, darling. I've taken quite a few shots. I, I need. I don't really know what I've got, but uh, anyway. Uh, um, just, just, just keep an eye out. All right, Bettina, be quick. Oh, gosh. My blood pressure. Um, it, uh, it's very quiet. I, uh, I can't, uh, uh, see any, any, you know, office people, just, just the cleaners. Oh, gosh. Um, oh, my phone. Hello? 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 Paul Fayette, how can I help? Hello? Hello, Dad, it's me. It's Albert the Dragon. Oh, Albert, how are you? I'm fine. Just giving you a call. Uh, just thought you might... <laughs> we just wanted to give you a call because we're all together. Uh, who, who, who is? Who, who are you with? Uh, say hello. Hello, it's me, Charlie Go. Uh, I've just come to visit the, the Phoenix Sanctuary. Oh, hi, Charlie. How are you doing? I'm fine, yes. Eating lots of pies. How are you? Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, eating lots of pies as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 we've also got somebody else here. Uh, oh, who, who, who else? Hello, Paul, it's me, Gulliver Tremaine. How are you? I've just come back to do a bit more voluntary work. Oh, hi, hi, uh, Tremaine, how are you? I'm fine. How's, uh, how's Cromarty? Uh, I haven't heard much from him in the last week or two. Oh, uh, he's fine, I think. Busy with, with, with Milo, I, I guess. I, I, I'm not too sure. But, uh, uh, well, uh, have a lovely time. It's uh, nice you're all together. Yes, yes. <laughs> Charlie goes so funny. I am very funny. I had some great jokes about pies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, well I, I guess you're busy, so we won't stop. We'll speak to you again. We miss, we miss you. I miss you too, Albert. Miss you too. <laughs> uh, um, bye for now. Bye, Dad. <laughs> yes. Goodbye, Paul. Goodbye. Goodbye, Paul. I, well, I'll be in touch. Uh, OK, yes, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Paul, what on earth is going on? My phone again. I, I think I must have been out of range when we were on the tube or something, and suddenly everyone's ringing. Oh, thank goodness. Well, I'm done. I'm done. You haven't seen anybody. I've not seen anyone, no. I've just thought, what about uh, surveillance? Do they have cameras in this place? Not that I know of, darling. I think that's a bit sophisticated for Max. Why would you have cameras um, inside his office? I don't know, in case um, a couple of podcasters broke in. I'm more than just a podcaster, darling. Okay, so you're more than just a podcaster, but me, just a podcaster. Oh, darling, there's no just about it. No, I don't think so. I had a look, and well, anyway, I better carry a bag on my head anyway. When I was uh, when I was in the office, a carrier bag. Yes, darling. Yes. Well, how did you see anything? Oh, I, I have got you know, eye holes. You don't need to know about it. Oh. Are we going now then? Yes, darling. We're going. We're going. Oh dear, oh dear. What's such a nag? That's what Poppy Smelly described me as once. 
Well, by Yeti Uncle John. He said, that's what Yeti Uncle John called me. Sometimes. Only with good reason. If you're not careful, you'll have the same reputation as uh, Yeti Uncle John. For doing crazy stuff that uh, gets you into trouble. Oh, darling, don't worry about it. Look, I've got all I need, I think, but uh, I need to process it. So let's get out of here. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, so, um, can we go for a coffee or something? Yes, darling. Yes, I'll have a look at what I photographed. Right, let's get out of here. Oh, dear, my blood pressure. Um, right, come on, let's go. Let's go. A nice cup of tea, it's just what I need. Oh, dear, oh, dear. You do put me through some stresses, Bettina. Well, I'm sorry, darling, but I think I've got some useful information. Have you now? Useful information. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Yes, darling. Hmm. Gosh, this is very odd. Very odd indeed. Hmm. I... Oh. <laughs> I have to read around the, uh, the edges with some of these documents, but uh, I think that Max is involved in a lot of our problems. Max's? What? Like, when you say, like, beyond just you? Yes, I think he may have uh, been sticking his fingers in, in the background, and I think that some of the things that we've blamed, say, Control Incorporated for, might be, might be connected to him, but I, I, I'm not sure. Oh, good grief. Look, Bettina, you look very distracted. I think you need to get this information back home and and properly look into it. You don't want to be accusing people of things without being 100% sure. Oh, I, I know, I, I know. And what I can't understand is what he thinks he's achieving by this. Maybe he wants you back. Maybe. It's been years, years, decades since we were married. You can play the long game if he's trying to get you back, I admit. Yes, darling, that's not just. Most curious. I'm just glad we didn't get caught. Yes, well, I hope not. I did forget to put my gloves on to start with. You left your fingerprints in Max's office. Oh, darling, he's not really looking for my fingerprints. I tried to, you know, rub down anything I touched. And, and I put my gloves on. Yeah, what, about ten minutes in? Oh, I kept getting distracted by you, darling. Talking on the phone. Three phone calls. You're supposed to be my lookout, not to, not, not to catching up with your social calendar. Tina, it's not very fair. You put me in a difficult situation. Oh, difficult situation, did I just? You did. And please, don't be so arsy with me. You called and I came. Oh, you did, darling. I'm sorry. I'm just stressed out. Stressed out by all this. I'm wondering what the implications are. I knew August accepting that work from him was a bad idea. Did you leave your letter? What letter, darling? The thank you letter. That was supposed to be your, uh, um, your alibi or something. The reason that you'd come to his office. So you were dropping off the letter, or, or somebody was. Um, oh, yes, yes, I, no, I did. Yes, sorry. I left it on his desk. Well, thank goodness for that. You want to start to go back. No, darling, I know, I know. Um, no, so if uh, I'm seen in the building, then uh, if, if there were any cameras, then uh, um, I'll just say that I was there dropping off the thank you letter. Well, I hope there weren't any cameras. You said there weren't going to be any cameras, particularly not in his office. You told me you wore a carrier bag on your head. You're sending mixed messages. Somebody innocently dropping off a letter doesn't wear a carrier bag on their head to, to hide their, their identity. Oh, darling, I, 
I'd be no good this crime business, would I? Yes, I suppose I am sending rather mixed messages. Uh, but, uh, never mind. It's all done now. I'm sure he, he won't uh, uh, even notice I was there. Well, somebody will notice you were there. Or that somebody was there. Oh, anyway. Oh, I don't know, Bedina. Please don't ask me to do any more favours for you. Oh, darling, I won't. I, I thank you, though, for being there. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Dear. Except it wasn't fine, was it, Paul? What do you mean? It, it wasn't fine. I mean, things weren't fine. Yeah, but as far as we know, nobody has questioned our, um, you know, presence in the building or, or was even aware of it. I do hope that's the case. Or it might be that he knows and he isn't saying. <sighs> Who knows? Um, listeners, I think it's time for you to listen to one final clip. And um, when we come back, we'll, we'll have to say goodbye. Yes, Paul, and you need to tell the listeners what, what Bettina found out. Yeah, yeah, I do. Listeners, listen to this clip, and when we come back, I'll tell you what Bettina told me um, later the same day, once she'd gone through the evidence that she'd collected. Oh, dear, Paul. Oh, dear. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Shy Yeti on Location. It's called Shy Yeti Bottle Summer. This was filmed during the summer of 2012, only on days when it was sunny. So if you watch it now, it'll kind of remind you of the summer that, that you know, there was actually a summer this year, but just on certain days. Yes. Oh, hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um... I'm just trying to come brought you here today to discuss what the premise of this episode is. This is an episode that, um, where I intend to bottle summer so that in, in the autumn or winter we can watch it and say, oh, what a glorious summer we had. Yes. I know we didn't have a glorious summer, but they don't need to know that. Anyway, so that's what I'll be doing, bottling summer. Mmm, good luck. What do you mean? I mean, I've got a bottle i got a bottle, I'm going to put some summer in it. Yeah, where's the summer? That's not the point, I've got the bottle. Mm. Just going to wait around until the sun comes out. There aren't mud puddles in the summer. I, don't mention the mud puddles, we mm. can't see them. Um, so I've got a bottle and I'm going to put some summer in it. The only trouble is, there isn't any summer and I haven't got the bottle with me. This is a poem I wrote in June 2012. It's called National Treasure. She's a national treasure. She is locked in a box, hidden amongst heirlooms and grandfather's socks. She hasn't been seen since the Queen's Jubilee, since the turn of the decade, since 1803. Why'd they hide her away from our excitable sighs, from our sticky-toothed kids and our sly prying eyes? She's a national treasure. They should put her on show, in her highest high heels with her hair in a bow. He's a national treasure, stored behind a closed door, left up there on the shelf, left requiring more, with a look in his eye that shows how much he's missed, all the fame in the grease paint, all those fans that he kissed. Oh, the sound of their screaming used to make him excited, it used to massage his ego. Alas, he never was knighted. He's a national treasure, they should give him some slack. They should build him a statue, or erect up a plaque. She's a national treasure, she should be celebrated. She should be so adored, not deplored or so hated. 
Seems they built her right up just to knock her back down. She's wearing a dunce cap when she should wear a crown. They should give her respect, because she certainly earns it. They won't build her a bridge just in case that she burns it. She's a national treasure. Seems that nobody cares. They should put her for sale. They should offer up shares. He's a national treasure. His performance is noted. He flirted with politics. What a shame no one voted. Shame that nobody listened or ever saw his Othello. No one watched him in Panto, though he did very well. Oh, why does the whole world act so fickle, so fleeting? Love these stars for a bit, then send them down for a beating. They are national treasures, but pretty soon they'll be gone. And then the gods of nostalgia will have finally won. Meanwhile, elsewhere. Oh, hello. Um, you're joining me just as I'm about to meet a friend of mine. I don't think you've met him before. He needs my help, so come with me and we'll go and meet him. Yeah, his name's Rocky. Hello. Told you I was going to introduce you to a friend of mine. Yeah, I've got him in here. <laughs> he, 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 um, he, well, he likes the water. I don't know, this is a canal. I don't know whether this is the right sort of water, but... Anyway, I thought you should like to meet him. <laughs> He's a... Oh, no, that's not him. <laughs> Come on, Rocky. Uh, there. <laughs> He's a lobster. Yeah. Oh, stop it, Rocky. He's so flirty. <laughs> yeah. I've got a poem all about Rocky. So, whilst Rocky gets used to the river, to the canal, I'm, I'm going to read you that. Something up with Rocky Lobster. <laughs> Something's up with Rocky Lobster. Something's up with Rocky Lobster. He's as pink as pink could be. Which suggests that he's been cooked, but still he walks beneath the sea. There's something odd about that crustacean, I've heard the sailors say. If it was living as is normal, then he would be an ashy grey. Oh, but Rocky stalks the seabed with a zombie swaying gait. Out in search of startled seahorses, behind the shells he lays in wait. With the groan of the undead, with his mandibles all swishy, or the crabs know something's wrong, something quite odd and very fishy. Something's up with Rocky Lobster. I really think he's pretty dead. I just do not think he knows it. He isn't blushing, yet he's red. Which in a lobster is a bad thing. No, it suggests that he's been boiled, that the life's been steamed right out of him, that his ambitions have been foiled. And yet, Rocky staggers onwards, hunting hungry for his food. He simply wants to eat their brains out. He's quite deceased, yet in a mood. Rocky scavenges for victims. He isn't someone you'd ignore. That zombie lobster's coming for you, to stab you right between his claw. Something's up with Rocky Lobster. Don't let him get you in his pincer. Instead, he's moving pretty slowly. He's such an underwater mincer. He's such an oceanic terrorist. He's such a menace from the deep. Why won't he pack it in now, really? Even the mermaids cannot sleep. What can we do about Rocky Lobster? He's really set to make his mark. Last week he even came off best in a vicious set to with his shark. There was just one thing to do about Rocky. He thought he was the great I am. Well, they all lured him to the cobble, and now he's trapped inside a clam. What do mm. you think? What is it like for you? You're used to it being hot. Yeah, it's a bit different than California. Yeah. I'm in LA.
I hum. Hum. Is that a bee? Oh, hello. <laughs> Recognise him? Yes, it's uh, our ducky guide from back in Germany earlier in the year. Yes, I'm just telling him about Rocky. It's a terrible thing. Um, it's the one thing that I don't think Rocky realises is that he's a zombie. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to explain that there's a way of integrating him into the, the countryside that uh, you should be fine. You, you, you'll be his friend, won't you? He's not keen. I am sick, but do I want to be cured? I am sick, I am ill, I'm not right in the head. I am tainted, I am odd and my face is bright red. I have the style of an ape and the charm of a yeti. And what's more, I'm impure, my armpits are sweaty. It's not exactly ideal or how I want it to be, but no doctor can fix it, it's just me being me. But do I want to be cured? Is this what life has planned? To become more like them? But good Lord, they're so bland. I am sick, I am ill, I am dearly departed. I am falling asleep just as soon as I've started. My expression is blank and I'm ever so tense. I've got no sense of humour and I've no confidence. It's not exactly the way that I pictured things being. I'm not good company, not some starlet worth seeing. But do I want to be cured of this awful addiction? It's just what makes me me, just my friendly affliction. I am sick, I am ill, I am slightly neurotic, I am almost inhuman, and quite clearly robotic. Well, my heart's been removed and replaced with a boulder, but it's keeping me young, but I'm told I seem colder. It's not exactly surreal, but it's clearly not normal. I'm not uptight or scared, nor relaxed or informal. But do I want to be cured? Now my mind's gently reeling. Let me rise from the dead, and I'll do so with feeling. I am sick, I am ill, I am sadly sedated. Say my wild-eyed expression isn't something that's dated. No, it's a look that I work in stiletto-toed shoes. With my head in the clouds, I have nothing to lose. It's not exactly insane, but it's getting quite close. Whilst I indulge in deceit and in being morose. But do I want to be cured? Spend too long contemplating as I wallow in darkness somewhere heaven is waiting. biscuits. Yes, but you're... I suppose I should be glad. He's a zombie lobster. He, you know, the problem is that he might eat people or things or animals. I suppose the fact that eating my biscuits is... Yes, it's fine. I don't mind sharing. I like those biscuits. Anyway, Rocky, what do you think about going into the river and living, like, with... but promising not to eat people or things, just being a nice lobster? We'll see how it goes. I'll do a report back in a few episodes' time, maybe. <laughs> it's fine, just hold him for a few minutes, he'll be fine. He won't, he likes you, he likes you, he does. She's a national treasure, seems that nobody cares. They should put her for sale, they should offer up... 
He's such a menace from the deep. Why won't he pack it in now, really? Even the mer... Oh no, I think I've, I've jumped a line. I'm sorry. <laughs> Seems they built her right up just to knock her back down. She's wearing a dunce crap when... Crap, sorry. <laughs> dunce cap. <laughs> she is wearing a dunce cap. So she... <sighs> Hello. Um, well, uh, I've got... Start again. He loves you! Mm -hmm. That's what I've always wanted. So, Paul, what was it she told you? Um, well, listeners, it's not... It's not good news. But it does... Rather, it, it, com it sort of complicates matters... But it also sort of mm, brings up various other questions. It is rather vague. Um, it is a bit... Yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, all right. Let, he wanted me to speak. Um, listeners, so... The files that Bettina got access to, or the documents she copied, suggests a couple of things. Suggests that Max Dupre somehow implicated in the kidnapping of Damius at the wedding. Um, and now we always thought that that was long-lost cousin Algernon, possibly, or, or Controlled Incorporated. Um, we still don't know what happened to Damius between, um, you know, him vanishing and the whole clone business. And we're not quite sure where the shapeshifter um, guy was swapped in. And anyway, we don't, and we don't know where Damius was for the, the first six months of his absent year um years before he turned up in pickle hollow as august yeah there's still at least six months that are blank but we thought that was probably an algernon thing when it could well be a max dupre thing yeah that's bad that, that's that's not good it's not good no it's not good um there are also some um evidence apparently that she had access to that might suggest that um, Max was responsible for that attack on Longlost Cousin Algernon, um, you know, uh, around New Year. The one that you got fingered for. Well, I was questioned about it, but it was dropped. Even Algernon said um, he, he didn't think it was me, but uh, I thought it was uh, Control Incorporated, just trying to stir things, causing problems, pointing fingers at us, but... Maybe not. But what does this mean about Max? I mean, if it's him doing some of these things, he's no friend of ours. No, he's no friend of ours. Um, he's just as bad as um, Algernon. But, and, and he's equally just as content to let us get into trouble for things that he's done. And why, I don't know. He probably hates Algernon as much as he hates, I, I don't know, August. Yeah, I, I don't think he hates... Like you or I or, or your tinkle John. I don't think he hates us, but he just sees us as disposable pawns in in a game, possibly. Which is dangerous, Paul. If he, if he thinks so little of us. Yes. Yeah. I think maybe Max's arrival, or he's building an empire that he sees as a opponent to Control Incorporated. You don't think he wants to be the next uh, controller? Mm, I don't know. From the sounds of it, 
Um, Max is quite independent. I don't know if he want to be, you know, even being the head of something. I don't know that he want to be the head of somebody else's organization. Um, it's potentially very complicated. Yeah, it is. So we've got two enemies now. Well, kind of. I mean, although perhaps Control Incorporated has left us alone, you know, these last few months, and a couple of times we have sort of come into contact with them, that's been a max thing. I, I, I don't know. Oh dear, Paul. Oh dear. But ultimately, what? He wants Bettina back? He either wants her back or he wants to make her life um, a misery. I, I'm really not sure at this point. You know, he's calling her up and asking uh, her if she needs his help, but uh, that could be a double bluff. Or anyway, or a bluff. I don't, um, anyway. Oh dear. Look, listeners, I think that's all we've got time for this episode. So, I suppose we've found out a few things, but, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not quite sure what. Um, it's not good, anyway. And I'm not quite sure what the next step is. I'm not sure quite um, what Bettina wants to do next. She needs to speak to him, I suppose, but the idea of her going into a room with Max Dupre is potentially problematic as well but uh, look we've got plenty of episodes in the can i'm sure we'll find out more about this particular mystery somewhere along the way but uh, anyway you take care and uh, join us again soon please don't think too badly of me for playing lookout I, I didn't know what i was getting involved in and and i mean all i did was sit in a corridor uh, and you know dear oh dear well it's a slippery slope pool oh yes uh, you've really been in trouble with the law recently no, that was just... I was just interviewed about the attack on Algernon. I hadn't done anything. Well, you know, who knows? This game is very complicated. It is a very complicated game, I admit that. Anyway, let's, let's say goodbye. Yeah, I think it's time to say goodbye, Paul. Yeah, don't do anything I wouldn't. All right. Um, okay, goodbye for now. Goodbye, guys. Goodbye. Uh, see you later, listeners. Bye for now. next i guess i need to call paul and speak to him but uh, um i i guess i should i should call him i should call him now hello uh paul shagetti how can i help darling it's me bettina how are you i'm all right uh, no bad news for me no more bad news for you no you've been looking at that evidence i have darling and well i i i don't think i've learned anything else but but i think max is definitely implicated what happened to poor Damius around the time of our first wedding, or the attempt at our first wedding. Yeah, okay, sure. I think he's definitely at war with uh, Control Incorporated, but they may not even be aware of it yet. I'm not even sure why. And, well, ugh, I, I knew he couldn't be trusted. Yeah, but we've not actually got names, dates, places, photographs, 100% proof. We've got about 
10% proof and then a lot of kind of lucky guesses. Oh, darling, I think it's more than that. It's just not something I can sort of hand over to a police station or... I think you need to talk to him. Talk to Max. But maybe not by yourself. Invite him over for dinner when you've got August, you know, um, to stand by you. Well, darling, I I have had an idea. I have a significant birthday coming up and also, um, well, we've never really properly celebrated our wedding. I was thinking about having a big summer soiree. A summer soiree? That's not easy to say. No, it's not easy to say. It's not easy to plan either. I'm going to need you to help me. Oh, you want me to be a party planner? Yes, darling, and you may have noticed we're getting on through the year. It'll be a late summer soiree. Um, if not an early autumn one by the time I get round to sending invites out and sorting out what I want to do, but... Uh, um, a birthday party and, uh, like, a sort of belated wedding party, and you're inviting your first husband. Oh, well, I mean, you might say that it was insensitive, but uh, I couldn't possibly comment. I mean, he's been desperate to get in touch. Well, I guess it wouldn't be a bad time to meet up with him. You know, you'd have plenty of people around you. Yes, darling, that's what I thought. Yes. Um, look, I'll talk to you next week. I, I would like you to plan this for me. You and the gang. Is that possible? Yeah, yeah sure. It, it, would be a, it would be a pleasure. I mean, we've got some time to, to, to work on it, haven't we? Oh, yes, darling. Yes, yes. But uh, uh, anyway, I think you've given me some ideas. Uh, well, I'm glad. I can hear the theme music coming, so uh, um, we better get going. All right, darling. I'll speak to you again soon. Thanks for your help. No, no, my pleasure. My pleasure. Bye for now. Bye, darling. Goodbye. I've got to go now. I don't care. Bye. I want to stop with you. Got to go. Bye. It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Oh, August, what are you painting? Oh, I'm just painting my breakfast. But darling, there's nothing left of it. I know, but it makes for great art. The smear of tomato ketchup and a little bit of egg yolk on the plate and then some, some crumbs. It's quite beautiful. I guess so, darling. Oh, oh, Regina, I meant to say, uh, you had a phone call whilst you were making the phone call. Oh, I was on my mobile. You mean a, 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 a call on the uh, landline? Yes, my darling, it was um, Max Dupre's office. Max Dupre's office. Not Max himself. No, no, it was definitely a secretary or something. I told them you were busy. Did they want me to call back? Oh, well, I, I think so. I kind of forgotten. I should have uh, taken a memo. Oh, that's okay. I'll, I'll call them. I wonder what it's about. Perhaps, uh, um, perhaps Max has got your thank you letter. As it happens, I was just talking to Paul. Planning uh, a party. I want to celebrate my significant birthday. And uh, I, I also want us to celebrate 
our wedding. And uh, I thought it would be nice to ask Max along as one of the, the, the guests. Oh yes, uh, that's, that's a good idea. It'd be nice to finally meet him after all this time, considering how much work he pushed my way. Yes dear, that's what I was thinking. Yes, it would be very good to finally see him and speak to him face to face and find out what exactly is going on. Oh, well, what do you mean dear? <laughs> Never mind darling. <laughs> Paul's going to help arrange the party. You won't need to do anything. Just be there. Oh, he sounds lovely. Yes, I love a party. Gives me so many ideas for painting. Yes, of course, darling. Right, let's get planning. There's a lot to be done. No, you know all I want to do now is bake that darling, charming girl another little pie for him. Ha <laughs> ha, he ain't all that shy. No. Ha <laughs> I've met him. Oh, kitty, kitty, dearie. Purr, purr, kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> oh, I love dearie. What the hell just happened on this show? I mean, seriously, reverse it, because I lost... What the... What's going on? What happened? 566 566 566 566 566 566 566 Yes, I know. <laughs> and I wondered how long it would be before you noticed that. 566 566 566 566 